0: After learning how to delay my eating, rather than denying myself the delicious foods I want to eat. Now, who's ready to hear an inspirational intermittent fasting story? That's why we're here. So let's get excited to talk to today's guest. Hi everybody, and welcome to Intermittent Fasting Stories. This is episode 126. Today I'm here with Michelle Williams. Michelle lives in St. Louis, Missouri. She is an account manager who used to work as a data analyst for a long time, and we're so glad to have you. Welcome, Michelle. Thanks, Jan. I'm so happy to be here. So happy to meet you. I feel like I already know you though, but um, Well, nice to meet you. And we're all going to get to know you now. Oh, yes. <laughs> Well, um, you know, I like to start by asking what brought you to intermittent fasting and when was that?
1: Well, if you don't mind me giving a little bit of a backstory, because backstory. <laughs> I kind of came into this backwards. I want to start by saying I really realized very early on, probably in like preteen or teenage years, that I didn't feel really good when I ate breakfast. And it's it's really funny, because we always learn that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And my mom was this great cook, and she would make these huge breakfasts, like bacon and sausage and pancakes and eggs. And it's just like, one, I'm not hungry. <laughs> and then she was the kind of person that's like, well, you know, we don't waste food, you have to eat the whole thing. And I was like, I just really didn't Feel well, you know, after eating breakfast, and I was really sluggish at school. And um, you know, of course, I would tell her that, and she's like, no, it's going to help you, and it gives you energy. And I'm like, something's wrong with me because it's not giving me any energy. And I also noticed like the days I didn't eat breakfast, like if I was running late or something that I felt better. So it was just something really early on that I noticed, but just didn't understand it because that's not how it's supposed to be.
2: You're,
0: that's so interesting because we do, we force feed our kids, you know, And uh, as a teacher. <laughs> I remember whenever we ha- would have standardized testing where we were all going to take the standardized test, I mean, we would literally feed the children. I mean, we told the parents, give them a good breakfast, give oh. them eggs, give them, you know, <laughs> and then like right before the test, we're like, here's your snack, right? <laughs> <laughs> we would like horrible <laughs> every time. And I just, I wonder how many kids, I mean, you know, it's, it's just common knowledge, right? That kids need to eat. And of course, Growing kids have different needs than adults, but I do really wonder how many kids would would actually feel better like you did. That's so interesting. It is, and it's a funny story because out
1: of that, I collected that it was eggs. I was allergic to eggs because everything else I like my mom made, French toast, pancakes, sausage, that was good. I was like, I really don't care for the eggs. I bet that's what's making me feel bad. So I honestly did not eat eggs for years. I did not because I thought (laughs) that was... That was what was making me sick. So just kind of fast forwarding from that, I was pretty uh, normal, standard weight in high school. I was always pear shaped, so I was never small, like a zero two, but about five six, one thirty five um, I ran track, played basketball, never had a problem with that. It wasn't until I started having children, which I started a family really young. I married my high school sweetheart, is where I start to see it. And I had my children very close together. So,
0: how close together are your kids?
1: They were born in 93, 95 and 97. So okay. my girls, they're the oldest, they're 19 months apart. And then my son and my daughter are uh, two years apart. So when I got pregnant with my first daughter, I was 135 pounds when I delivered her 157. And of course, I was over 150. I was obese. I was just, that <laughs> was
0: just the worst. So was one fifty seven how much you weighed when you went into the hospital? When I went to the hospital, yeah. So when see, I isn't that so funny how <laughs> our our perspectives change? Because I still remember, yeah. You know, I'm I'm an inch shorter than you, and my kids are eighteen months apart. By the way, so mm-hmm. I oh, yeah. get it. <laughs> <laughs> Although I waited a little longer to have them, we'd been married for eight years before we had our kids. But I was 123. I remember that number when I got pregnant, and I went into the hospital weighing 163. Mm-hmm. I just remember that. I you remember- do. It's just something about it. It was but, traumatic you know, for me because I was over 150. But <laughs> when when I later, when I you know was obese, I, uh, you know 163 sounds sounded like a great weight to get back to.
1: <laughs> That's like a goal now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> And yeah, it just continued. I had my second daughter 19 months later. I had lost all the weight from my first daughter. And when I delivered her, I was 172. So it's like, oh my God, now I'm 170. Yeah, (laughs) What's going on? I did not lose all that weight. I think the lowest I got after that was maybe 160. So two years later, I had my son (laughs) and 202 when I had him. So, oh my God, you know, that 200 is just...
0: (laughs) Oh, I do. That, there's just (laughs) something you know, if you got on, you saw 199 versus (laughs) 0.8. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's (laughs) just something. The difference between 199.8 and 200.0 is like huge. huge. Yeah, it's huge.
1: And that's kind of where it started. Um, I ended up going through a divorce. I ended up being a single mom. So my focus was really on raising my kids, but I was always very weight conscious because all the women in my family were overweight. And it was kind of like, that's just how we are. There was this term, my family's from the South. So it was like big boned. So, you know, that's just how we are. You know, it's just like, it's like, I just, I just don't feel that way. So I never after that really got down under 180. And I mean, I tried everything weight watchers slim fast green smoothie cleanses i mean lean cuisine <laughs> there was even something they had called something that was supposed to do something with your cortisol levels i think it was like cortisan or something some oh yeah chalky liquid it was horrible
2: <laughs>
0: that you that's, had to that's take <laughs> green smoothies I never really was able to get into smoothies because they just make me shaky after I eat yeah. Like I never feel good after them. But there's like, you know, I look at the diet category just to see how my book is doing, things mm-hmm. like that. And there's just one like crazy smoothie book that's always up there. I'm like, he's yeah. doing this smoothie cleanse all the time? JJ Smith, doing I think. It? I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. people are doing it. They're buying it. I don't know if they're they're doing it, but they're sure buying it. They are. And it just it
1: just went on. Um, I think it's funny. I think you talked about I think what your craziest diet
0: was was the shots or inject. Probably. <laughs> that one and the five by diet. <laughs> Those were both equally as crazy. Or what was it, the rice and beer? Well, that was that was in college. That was my college roommate Melissa, the, the shot oh. of rice diet. Yeah. She made that one up. That was a good one. It worked really a, well. Yeah, worked just well. have a shot of rice, drink a beer. <laughs> And I was like 19 years old. Right, right. So that sounded great. It
1: sounded great. I wanted to share my craziest one. And it was, do you know like how people have gastric bypass? I knew I never wanted to have surgery. Right. But they have to go on the strict diet before and after. So of course I came up with like, you know what? I don't want to have the surgery. But if I do the diet (laughs) of this 800 to 900 calories before and after... And, you know, we, we say we don't have willpower when we get overweight, but I was really disappointed. A week if I was. on We do,
0: we do, we have willpower like no one would believe, but you know, what's really funny that you say that, um, the five bite diet that I did, that was the whole premise of the five bite diet. Really? It was actually designed by a doctor who (laughs) was a weight loss doctor. And I think he might've even done gastric bypasses. I mean, he was somehow like in the weight loss doctor community. But he decided that the best diet would be to pretend like you had weight loss surgery, but don't really have it. That was the 5 bite diet. Five bites for lunch, five bites for dinner. Please don't do that, everybody. I'm not (laughs) describing your... We now know why that's a very bad idea. And if you can't remember, read Fast, Feast, Repeat. It's terrible. It's not good for your body. But yeah, that's hilarious. I mean, and sad. And it's sad, but I just
1: you get that desperate. I mean, right. I was that desperate. Mm-hmm, so I was mm-hmm. like, I've tried everything. And I, like you, if I stuck to it, I had success. I could say I had minimal, but you, they were just unsustainable. You just and can't. And your body fights back. Yeah. And I was like, I just can't. So probably it was 2013 where I was like, okay, my kids are old enough. I can kind of start focusing on my own self and getting healthy and I can eat different meals and things like that. And also my mom got very sick. She was in hospice. She had had a triple, a quadruple bypass, and she never really recovered from that. Both my oh, parents, sorry. yeah, they passed away very early from heart disease. So that was okay. another scare for me. And one of her last things, she was like, please get your weight under control. You don't want to end up like me. So
0: that's heartbreaking. So. But, yeah, it is. you know, it's hard to, you know, when you have these family patterns, yes. it's hard to to change those, but you're doing it. It is. It is. So
1: why I say my story is a little different because I kind of backed into it. I was like, what can I do? I've tried everything. I think my breaking point was this one diet where there was like all these containers. I think it was like the 21 day. I was like, that's, oh, yeah. that's just it. I can't. <laughs> There's no way I could fill these containers. So it's like, what can I do? And I said, let me go back to listening to my body. And I was like, I never liked breakfast. Whenever I ate lunch at work, I was just lethargic. I was just zapped. I was no good. I mean, brain fog, that midday slump, it was just like, it was horrible. I said, you know what? I'll just drink coffee throughout the day and I'll just eat my dinner. In my mind, I didn't know anything about intermittent fasting. I had been introduced to fasting for religious purposes, but I'd never heard of intermittent fasting. But it was just like, let me listen to my body because this is the time that I'm actually hungry. And I know after I ate, I was pretty tired and just wanted to go to bed. And Oddly enough, that worked really well. I ended up losing, honestly, 42 pounds in 60 days. Wow. I know part of it was because I knew my mom was passing away. She was actually in hospice at the time and I was just working out and stress, but it really worked. And family members started to kind of get worried and they're like, well, this isn't healthy. You're wrecking your metabolism. Are you sure this is not a depression and you're starving yourself and all this? Even though I know I felt great, you know. Under the circumstances, health-wise, I felt great and tons of energy and I, you know, just was so much more productive. It was just weird, but I knew that I felt good, but I did not have the science behind it. So I kind of started listening to them like, maybe this isn't healthy. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. So I went from 218 to 176 from July, I think, 8th of 2013 to September 8th of 2013. Felt great. I started listening to everyone and I stopped.
0: Oh, yeah. And... That pressure, peer <laughs> pressure. The family pressure.
1: Gained all of that weight back and more through the years since 2013, just kind of back to the diet cycling and all that, because I knew it worked, but I didn't have the science or I didn't understand. I thought it was working because of calorie restriction. I'm like, well, I'm not eating, I'm sure I'm not eating more than a thousand twelve hundred calories in this one meal. You know, I didn't restrict what I ate. You know, I just ate one plate of food. But I I couldn't understand why it was working. I mean, logically, I thought okay, I'm overweight. I'm tapping into my fat stores if I'm not eating enough, but I didn't have the science behind that. You know, it's like, oh, well, our body, when we eat too much, it stores fat. So when we don't eat, taps into that. But I didn't have, you know, I didn't know the the whole thing behind that. So, you know, for the next six years or so, just flip-flopped. And I started researching, like, is one meal a day healthy? Because I'm like, that's the only thing that ever worked for me that was easy, that didn't feel like a diet. It just felt like my natural eating style. And I started to find an abundance of information, conflicting information. I'm like, oh, my God, this is even worse. This is like back to a diet thing. Cause it's like you can't have the 500. Ca- well, if it was was something like if you could eat up to 50 calories, it didn't count. You were still fasting and you can use milk and cream. It was just like, OK, I
0: don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of crazy advice. You know, just the other day, someone in one of the group, the Facebook groups was like, let me know all the, you know, what should I watch on YouTube? I'm like, go away from YouTube. Run, <laughs> run, run. 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 <laughs> run. If There's so much crazy, crazy advice out there that's so conflicting. And, you know, I, you need to find somebody that you trust and follow their advice. <laughs> right. Right. And look for the come. science, read the, read the studies, <laughs> you know. It was. But, you know, like you've
1: mentioned before... If you go with any diet, there's going to be some information to support that. You know what I'm right. saying? So That's it's just true. like what some doctor is going to say this well, is the best thing ever.
0: The five-byte diet was written by a doctor. <laughs> yeah. he, he did it himself. I'm like, this is great advice. And he's a doctor. He's following it. He followed. does it too. <laughs> it's <laughs> got to be right. It's got to be good yeah. for me.
1: <laughs> it went on. So it was actually January of, well, actually, I'd read your book. A little while before that, I saw your book actually, but I was like, you know, kind of got caught up in with everyone else's. But January of this year, I was like, I got to try this. I got to find something. And I was like really to that point of just deep depression where I'm just like, where you get to that hopeless, like, you know what? If I don't find something, I'm just going to, you know. I've
0: been there. <laughs> you quit and you're like, yeah. never mind. What that was when I got to 210 because yeah. I just gave up. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just tired of struggling. Then I would try a little bit more, but then I'm like, no. And so yeah. those, those years were the give up years.
1: Yeah, it was. And I dabbled in internet fasting, intermittent fasting, but I just couldn't seem to stick to it. And it was just like, and I think, in the back of my mind I didn't have the science behind. I didn't understand that. And being an analyst for all those years and having that analytical thinking, I have to know the why. And before I buy into it, I have to know the why. And I was like, it's working. I feel good, but everybody says it goes against everything we've learned. So
0: it does. I just saw a funny Facebook <laughs> memory yesterday that made me laugh so hard. It was um from that that date. You know, the Facebook shows you your memories from mm-hmm. the date. But it was October Uh, We're recording this in October for anybody (laughs) who wonders why I'm saying October, but it was from October of 2014. And that was when I was, you know, I was losing my, my weight from being 210. And it was really funny. I hit 35 pounds down on on that date in October of, of 2014. And I was so excited. And people were asking me what I was doing. And it was so funny. I was actually having an early in the day eating window, which is so funny. Mm-hmm. And I also someone asked me if they could have wine. And I'm like, yes, I just have wine after my windows closed. And I'm like, I can't believe I said that because <laughs> <laughs> of course, when right. if you're having wine, your window is not closed. But right. I, like, I just have window wine <laughs> after my window is closed. But I did use the words lifestyle, which which gave me like a secret thrill to read that. You know, six years later. Yeah. That's why I finally was successful in 2014 when I never had been before because I was using the word lifestyle. I was like, this has got to be a lifestyle. And that was the time I stuck with it. And that's the time I went on to lose over 80 pounds. But I was just having one after my window closed, <laughs> oblivious. I didn't know the why. but Right. <laughs> right. And that's so true. And I'll, I'll be honest, I know you
1: <laughs> might slap my hand, but I did it in 2013. I There was cream and sugar in my coffee. Well,
0: oh, totally. In 2014, when I was writing this, the obesity code hadn't come out yet. Right. None of us knew. We didn't realize. I still, in 2014, thought it was because we were eating fewer calories. Yeah. That was it. I didn't understand any of the rest of it.
1: No. I didn't.
0: I'm not going to slap you because I was doing the same thing. <laughs> I was like, dirty fasting. And I that's was like, okay. it's, it's, you just
1: learned so much more. And I still right. did it, but it realized why it was a little bit harder and why I was hungry. And it was just like, your book just, you know, well, I'll get back to that. January of 2020 is when I was like, this is it. I've got to find something. I have to find the answers. This is the only thing that's ever worked for me. And I guess, I don't know, I'm a religious person to a certain extent. And I'm like, God, you you know, I need your help. I can't, I'm not able to do this. And I searched and I was, it was probably like two o'clock in the morning and I came across your book again. I had seen it before, but I kind of was like, you know, it kind of got lost in all the other books. Like, oh, what's different about this? And I'm like, you know what? Delay, don't deny. <laughs> and I, I read like the little clip about it, summary of it. And I was like, and it's like, it's just a conversation with a girlfriend and, you know, like that. And I'm like, oh, an easy read. Okay clicked it i bought it and i was like oh my god i have found my tribe there are other- <laughs> these are i mean it's like everything you said was like I'm getting emotional but it's like I'm- you're gonna wow. make me- i'm <laughs> Feeling it. Yeah, it's just like, oh my gosh, because I'm like, I'm not crazy. Right. <laughs> this is a thing. And you know, like I said, I never knew about the eating windows, any of that. I was just like going by how my body felt. I didn't feel good eating except in the evening. And I'm like, Oh man, it's a thing. It's intermittent. You know, I <laughs> didn't make this up I'm not crazy. So just reading that, it was just like
0: wow. And it's like, it's not your fault, you know. It's not your fault. And that's that's the thing. We've we both tried so hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we tried so hard. And for the people who are like, well, it's easy. Just count your calories. Yeah. Like 500 fewer a day. You'll lo- No, no. We we did that. Thank yeah. you very much. You know, <laughs> didn't work.
1: <laughs> I think by when you said that about your husband said like, oh, you're bulking up yeah. a little bit. You know, just kind of, it's <laughs> like, oh, just try this. And it's like my husband was the same way. Like, oh, why don't you just, and this is a person that can eat anything. It eats candy. I mean, no type of vegetables. I mean, drinks Mountain Dew like water. I mean, it's just.
0: Thanks for that. I have a brother like that. My (laughs) my husband, he he does eat, you know, pretty healthy things, but... (laughs) I have a brother who's so tiny, skinny, like, like, like you would look at him and you'd be like, my Lord, he's skinny. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And he just eats candy and drinks his soda. Yeah, just the worst. Like (laughs) smoke. He's my younger brother. I love him. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody that knows him, don't tell him I said that. Right. Exactly. But (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) thanks for the tip. I hadn't thought of
1: that. I just, you know, (laughs) in the 20 years I've been battling this thing, but yeah. Yeah. So it was just like, your book was just like, and I got there in a day. I was like. (laughs) I'm cooking
0: and still reading. Like <laughs> It's just the feeling the understanding that you're not alone and you yeah. didn't fail and it's not your fault and all the trying and you just, it's like a weight is lifted off of you. Yeah, it is. It is.
1: And even as many times as you may, you know, fluctuate a little in your mm-hmm. weight, just knowing you have the tools, you know, you know what you go back to. Cause we've gone on vacation. We've kind of gotten off track and, you know, I've seen the scale go up. I mean, I've gained 10 pounds in a weekend and I mean, I'm not going to lie. The the scale still kind of can impact my um, mood sometimes. But then that's when I go back to something in your book and and look at that. And like, you know, I think I call it my Jen's gems, like three things that I always go back to. And one of those is looking at the average because I never did that. If I got on that scale and it was a pound up or ha- it was like, oh, I fail. I mean, it was literally it would affect my entire day. But if I was down two pounds, even though I know that there's probably no way I could have lost two pounds of fat in a day, but I felt I was successful. Whatever I did worked yesterday, you know, so we just get into that way of thinking.
0: We do. And that scale just, it messes with our minds. You know, I haven't seen a number on a scale since 2017. But I'm a data Have you heard person. me talk about the shaper? No, I don't think so. This is something that I've I found recently. You're going to love it. <laughs> it's a, a numberless scale. Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: It was developed by, a. I think he's a psych psychology professor, something like that from Duke University. And he's got TED Talks and best selling books. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But he really he's a data guy. That's what he does. And also human psychology. And so it you stand on it. And it does not give you You have an app that you're using on your phone with it, and you stand on it, and it does not tell you your number unless you want it to. You can have it set to show you the number, but I have mine set to not show me the number, and it gives you a a color. It takes 10 days to calibrate, and then you get on it, and it shows you green if you're maintaining. It shows you teal if you're losing slowly, blue if you're losing quickly, and light gray and dark gray show you that your trend is up. Oh, wow. But it's just, it's just fabulous because you don't have to see the daily fluctuations. It doesn't show you. It's not like today I'm green, tomorrow I'm gray, the next yeah. day I'm blue. It doesn't go up and down with the color. The color only shows your long-term trend God, is- based on the statistics oh, of, you know, all the data. I love it.
1: <laughs> I would love that. And I like the fact that he chose colors yes. gray instead of red because, you know, exactly. that's kind of alarming. Like, mm-hmm. you've done something wrong. It's just like,
0: yeah, yeah. Yep. Like and so, if anybody wants to find it, I have it on the favorite things tab of jenstevens.com. And the website is myshapa.com, I think. And there's a promo code IF stories. Um, you can get a special deal and it helps support the podcast. But I'm a huge fan of this scale just because it got me to have a scale again. And even after going to the beach, I still get on it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't mind because it only shows me my overall trend. And I want to know if it's gray. Yeah. I mean, if I ever got on there and saw gray, I'd be like, ooh, okay. Because it's not lying. I, I would like the data. Right. You don't, don't want to you know, gain the weight back, obviously. But I don't have to see the numbers. Yeah. Because that's that was traumatizing for me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> still a little bit, you know, I'll still get that initial. But I'm like, wait, no, we're looking. I think when you... Suggested the averages, which I'd always use Fitbit and things like that. And I'm like, that makes sense. And then when I looked at those trends, it's still going down. So you know, you know, we go through hormones and water retention and all that stuff. So you're gonna fluctuate. So that was super helpful.
0: And what else? What else were some of the things that really helped? You said Jen's gems. Jen's I love the sound of yeah, that. Yeah, it's just valuable things. The other one
1: was the honesty pants. Yes. It it still keeps you in that same mindset of not just looking at the numbers, just you know if you're actually <laughs> getting, you know, just a way to kind of gauge without weighing, if you you don't want to. And that's kept me really like, okay. Now I have to admit I had to actually get some real pants because I wore, you know, spandex. It had to have spandex. Even if it was jeans, it was like had to have <laughs> some sort of, but I got some that, you know, don't have any and kind of go by that. And then the other thing was tweak it till it's easy. And I'm a person, if I get something that works. I'll stick to it. Like I wore the same hairstyle for years. It's just like, I just stick to it. I, I'm not big on change, but because I'm the type of person, like I usually do a more of a later afternoon window. So it's like four to six, you know, we would go somewhere and eat. If my food came at three fifty. I was not going to start eating until four o'clock until I can hit that button that says end fast. You know,
0: there's actually a some kind of a, a funny video. I think it might be on YouTube. I said don't go to YouTube, but this one was pretty funny where someone's like your friend who's intermittent fasting, and she's like, "Do not deliver my food until." <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that I made me think of it, and I was like, "That is."
1: Definitely me. That's definitely me. But there's been days, you know, where I was hungry at 2 30 or 3 o'clock. And I'm like, nope, I'm doing, you know, normally my my sweet spot is a one to two hour window because I'm a person that I eat a larger volume of food. So I want to get full. And I know that if I went with a longer window, I could get quite a bit of calories. I get in that. Six yeah. to eight, you know, yeah. so I'm like, okay, now you're going to eat once and just be done. So being able to listen to my body in that way to say, it's okay to fluctuate. You know, if you want to have a 20 hour window, you know, this time or, you know, a longer eating window, that's okay to do that. Listen to your body. Cause sometimes I would like white knuckle, like, why am I so hungry today? You know, I haven't had a problem all week. So those were really key things that I use like on a regular basis to go back. And even when I get out there, it's like, okay, bring
0: it back in. It's okay. (laughs) You're going to be fine. (laughs) That really is, is good. A good tip because, you know, there's some days you're going to need more food. Your body is communicating with you that... I had one of those days just a couple days ago. I had a day where it was like 12.45 and I'm like, I'm hungry in a different kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> so I went ahead and opened my window, which is unusual. I don't usually open it that early. And I had, even so, it felt like a really long window. And at the end of the day, it was like six and a half hours. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> but that's what my body needed that day. But it's amazing, though, because we used to eat all day,
1: you know, and it's so, it's weird. And it's like, I felt, you know, and I feel so bad when I have those days where I eat two meals. It's like, I feel terrible. And it's like, I felt like this all the time. I mean, so many things you said in the book and it's books. (laughs) It's like, you know, getting off of work and having to go take a nap,
0: you know, in the middle of the day. (laughs) I would, I would come home from school and take a nap. And I'm like, boys, I need to take a nap before <laughs> I can cook dinner. Do not mess with me. And I would just lay down maybe for 30 minutes mm-hmm. before I could get up. But every day I needed to do that. And that was after having coffee in the afternoon. Yep. I had my afternoon latte that I brewed in my classroom. And
1: <laughs> it's well, crazy. Yeah, It's true. You just don't know what your books did for me. Uh, well, and I'm sure you. others, it just put so much clarity. And, you know, and you made it so simple, you know. I feel like I'm a fairly intelligent person, but sometimes the medical terms get to be too much. It's like, just (laughs) give me the meat of it. (laughs) Right. You know, if you want to go back and research, and there's some things that I've, you know, researched a little bit further, but your books just really cover it really well what's going on, why it's going on, what's happening in your body, and all kinds of different things. And that really got me off because I'm a person. I want to, I guess we all are, want to see those as results immediately. If I'm not, I'm doing something wrong and I'm going to change it up a little bit because whatever I'm doing, is not working. But understanding from your books of what's happening with your body and still healing it's like, it's fine, you know, so what I didn't lose weight today. I know that something's being healed in my body. I'm doing something good for it. And I think that was the thing with other diets. Not only weren't they healthy, but they weren't healing you. I mean, they you didn't having, feel good. You did didn't you? feel good. I mean, it's like, this isn't good. They're cutting out full food groups or you're eating something crazy or doing so like this can't be good,
0: you know. So I And they, they weren't healthy for us physically or emotionally. It wasn't. It wasn't no. At all. I'm just so glad to never have to do that again. Yes, just- we've got the tools in our toolbox. You know, if I ever did see gray, yeah, on my shape of scale, I have the tools. I know mm-hmm. what to do. I know how to tweak my food choices. I know, I know what to do. I know how my body works.
1: Yeah, and that's it's powerful, amazing. Just it's just a. As you call it, experiment of one. It's just learning so much more about my, even other things it's caused, you know, because just having more of a limited, I don't want to say limit, I don't want to say limitations, but kind of narrowing your eating window, you're kind of able to identify different things. Like you would eat so much in a day and something didn't make you feel good. You really weren't sure what that was that made you not feel good, you know? And now since doing this, I realized that sodium makes me bloat so bad. And that pork, Makes me sick, you know, and I would have never made that because I've eaten so many things in the day. I'm like, oh, I just ate too much or this or that. So it's been really nice in narrowing down and identifying some of those things that.
0: That's huge. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So pork makes you sick? Like, is it all pork?
1: I think when I have too much of it, like if I have a couple slices of bacon, because I like to sometimes wrap my asparagus in it or whatever, that's okay. But if it's like a pork chop or pork roast or something, it just I don't feel it doesn't
0: that. sit well. It doesn't stomach. sit
1: well. It doesn't sit well. And I'm so much more I don't know why I haven't changed like my seasoning and except reducing it. But I'm so much more sensitive to sodium, like some things just taste so salty to me now, like that I never noticed. I'm like, I haven't changed anything, even foods that I don't add anything to. It's like, Oh, my God, there's this is so salty or something. I
0: really think our taste buds do change. They and deal. we get so much more in tune. I, I read something in the salt fix that was interesting. I can't think of the author's name, but it's easy to find, The Salt Fix. He talks about how we crave salt. The craving for salt means you need it. And once you don't need anymore, you don't want it. Oh, wow. You know, like that's, you know, we have that net, just like our bodies talk to us in so many ways. They also, you know, our bodies talk to us when it comes to salt. Sure. sure. So like you salt your food <laughs> until it's delicious. That's your body telling you you need that salt.
1: Oh, wow. And
0: again, I think that in the modern era with all the crazy foods that we're eating and eating all day, we lose touch with all of those signals. Yes. But yes. you're now back in touch with your salt signal. Yeah, it is. It's like And, and your it? body is telling you, I don't need all that.
1: Yeah. And another thing is like chicken, like I'll still eat it every now and again, but that used to be like a staple because, you know, it's pretty reasonable to be priced and you could do so many different things with it.
0: But now I really don't. I mean, every once in a while I'll eat it, but I really don't care for it. I was like, how? Me? I used to eat, me? You know? and, and I chicken makes me kind of puff up, even if it's organic, yeah. even if it's, you know, fresh little precious chicken, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Grew up in a palace. I don't know. Yeah. It's not the quality of the chicken. Right. My body doesn't like chicken. Yeah, it's, like I mean, I, 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 my body. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like fried chicken. I still like chicken, but sometimes I have like an aversion to it. Yeah. it I just have to be in the right mood for you chicken. Do. Yeah. And it's it's one of the, I, you know, if I, I, I don't, Hardly, I wouldn't order it. Yeah. At a restaurant. Just, exactly. <laughs> Unless it was fried, I would eat. Exactly, <laughs> Maybe. exactly. It's very true. I was like, I, I used to love chicken, and now it's like, eh. mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it, I'm it leaning more so towards seafood. Yeah, now. Are you seafood? What kind of
1: seafood do you do you lean towards? More like shrimp. I've tried more of that. My daughter, you know, lobster, crab legs. Like, I was never a big person on that I would eat like fried fish I love catfish just being from the south we just love it. <laughs> but I didn't try many other seafoods and it's like now I kind of crave it you know it, it feels like it's lighter it's not as heavy so like the burgers and things like that I really don't
0: don't care for. see I've I still crave the burger <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just I never was too much of a burger person but now it's just like it's just heavy it just feels yeah really burgers heavy. feel
0: great for me ground beef always works for my body. really yes steak I don't always want but ground beef I all well I don't think I want it every day, but it is something that I do crave, ground beef. And I, I don't feel too heavy. It feels just right. Like Actually, the way you feel from yeah, pork, from it just, pork it's just like ground beef doesn't feel like that to me. Yeah. But chicken does if I eat too much of that. So interesting. It
1: is. Our How individualized lives. we are. So that's why these one, you know, we think back to these diets we were going on. It's not a one size fits all. You know, you really have to do the research what works with your body, you know.
0: And, you know, it also could change over time.
1: Yes, Yes, I'm sure it will continue to change because different things like I'm craving different types of vegetables, like I would never have ate asparagus well, or somewhere. Brussels sprouts.
0: Okay, so you're you're craving the asparagus, yeah. and the Brussels sprouts, and we're
1: open to trying different, like you said, if you only eat one meal a day, you want that to be a quality meal. So I'm just trying because I found when I, you know, my kids were at home and things like that, I had like 10 staple meals, because everybody had such a different taste. There was only a few meals that would go over well with everybody, you know, and now that I, you know, I have empty
0: nest, my kids are all grown now,
1: I'm able to, you know, experiment a little bit more with different foods and things like that. So that's exciting.
0: Yeah, my kids were very picky, mm-hmm. and I was one of those moms that catered to it. I would like to go back in time and and yeah. not do that. <laughs> talk talk to my younger self, but it was just easier. They were also very strong willed. where did yeah. they get that from? I don't know, but I, know. <laughs> I catered <laughs> yeah. to it. You know, my mother my mother catered to me being a picky eater as well. So I, I guess I was like, nope, that's just what you do. You let them eat what they want, and thank goodness they're both healthy eaters now.
1: That's good. They've grown animals.
0: up. Yeah, they have. And my older son, Cal, is uh, married and his wife is a vegetarian. So they eat lots of, ve- he's not a vegetarian, but I think he eats vegetarian quite a bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a ghost, whatever that might I think be, so. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. So, um, but you know, he eats all the vegetables. And he was the kid that only ate things that were beige when he was a toddler.
1: <laughs> like, there's not very many things. <laughs>
0: Oh, there were you know chicken, <laughs> chicken fingers, chicken nuggets. Oh, that's, bread. chicken like, more beige, like there's not a lot. Of <laughs> Vanilla pudding. I mean, applesauce. I mean, anything. It, all of his foods look like that. It couldn't have it, too much color, huh? Yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> beige foods. I don't know. I was like, look, he only likes things that are beige. Okay, crackers. I mean, right. I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> I would really like to go back and do it differently, I, I but, would, you know, you too. can't. I would, too. I used to. Make they that. still survive, right? They did. They made it. They made they, they, it. They did. They're thriving. You know, whenever someone is like, I'm so worried. I'm eating one meal a day. I'm worried I'm not getting in all the nutrients I need. I'm like, look, I grew a child. He only ate face foods. He'll <laughs> <You'll> be fine. <laughs> <laughs> then he skipped a grade, and he's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> had a four O in college. Right, so it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> definitely, definitely. You are getting your nutrients in and your body will let you know when you're eating less frequently, your body lets you know you need those nutrients. It definitely does. It definitely
1: does. And I feel that like I'll have certain taste or craving for it. I'm like, Oh, I must need this. So
0: that's definitely You listen good. to it. Yeah, I do. So how about your health? You mentioned that your, your parents had had heart disease issues? How's your health and how's that changed? Wow, it is crazy. And I I said, I know she's going to ask you. And I was like, I don't want to be
1: there were so many, as far as physically outer skin, just the brightness of my eyes, just alertness, just the mental clarity. But talking about blood work, because we with the, the job that I'm with, we usually do annual blood work. I mean, I was pre hypertension, And my blood pressure is within the normal ranges. Glucose was high where they were like, well, you have to kind of keep an eye on this just because again, my mom was uh, insulin dependent diabetic as well. So just the family history of that, those are within the normal ranges now. You see, cholesterol has always been a problem. That was a problem that my dad had. He had a massive heart attack and passed away at 36. So they've always watched that. I had high cholesterol as a teenager. So they've always watched that. And I've always kind of, they wanted me to be on meds. And I was kind of resistant to that because I've heard that, yeah, most people's cholesterol is a little, you know, high. Don't let them, you know, put you on meds that are going to damage your kidneys or liver, you know, trying to you know, treat something that is still high, but it's down 30 points. So it's, it's not to the point where he's like, well, we can probably control this with diet and and exercise. So those are just some huge ones that really, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce the word. It's plantar something.
0: Plantar fasciitis. Yes. (laughs)
1: i I never heard
0: of plantar fasciitis until so many people talk about it. Oh, yeah. I definitely had
1: that. I do not suffer from that anymore. I mean, it was very painful just getting out of the bed in the morning and just the weight. And me too. I've always been a person that... And I still am. I still couple exercise with it. Now, though, it's a difference. It's not like, like you said, punishing yourself or trying to work off the food. I just really enjoy outdoor walks or I enjoy the I'm kind of old school with the hip hop shanty videos and things like that. I just enjoy doing that. It's, I do it for enjoyment now and just to keep mobility and joints and flexibility and things like that. So I've always been that. So it, was, it got really painful doing those things. It just felt like, you know, but that I don't suffer from that anymore. So there have been some huge health improvements, which I'm like. I want to lose another pound. But if I didn't, I would still do this lifestyle just for the, the oh, health yeah. benefits on it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Just because, you know, they're they're so compelling, you know, that when, when you see that the scientists who study it also live this way themselves, yeah. that's, you know, that's lets you know it's if they think it's worth it, right. I'm going to think it's worth Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> and to be so easy. I mean.
1: I know some people saying it's not, but it really is when you think about all the other things we did.
0: It's easier than having green smoothies all day. Yeah. It's easier than <laughs> trying to eat five bites at lunch and five bites at dinner. It's easier than giving myself injections. Yeah. a do Lord, that? Knows what that was. What else? I got it from a doctor though, Michelle. <gasps> right, exactly. So it's got to be good. It got for me. good to me. <laughs> got a prescription for it. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, diet pills, the diet oh. pills years. Oh, I got those from a doctor. Oh. I
1: mean, forgot about the fin-fin thing. I was where It had me feeling like,
0: <laughs> like I didn't problem. take the fin and the fin, just the yeah. one Fen was all i did fentramine and you get that straight from the doctor and nope it made me feel terrible i couldn't sleep i felt wired i remember when i would take it my brain it would like wash over my brain i could feel it i'm you like Ooh. yeah I feel it just right and i'm like oh my gosh it, it was like <laughs> hey doctor can i have another prescription yeah. for that you know thank goodness i stopped doing that but it just shows the extremes that we'll go to and so you know okay Intermittent fasting is not easy every second of every day, but it's better than all the other. And I feel better during the day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it might be nice to eat, you know, enjoy. The eating is a pleasurable experience, but you don't need to feel that pleasurable experience 24-7.
1: But, you know, it's even more pleasurable to me, I think.
0: I think I savor food more.
1: Like, I really bring out, it's an event for me now. You know, I, I was always, with having kids, was a paper plate mom. Like, you know, <laughs> we're going to limit these dishes as much as we can. But now it's like, I'm bringing out a nice plate. Even if I'm drinking cranberry juice, I'm drinking it out of a wine glass. I'm turning the lights down. I'm going to have me some, you know, it's just a whole. Right. I sit
0: you at, sit at the table. I sit at the table. I never sat at the table. I never sat <laughs> Well, now, you know, I think think those things are important. And so many of us don't do that. We eat in the car. You know, the other night, our power went out. There's like an explosion in the neighborhood, some kind of power line, something or other. And the fire trucks were all there trying to fix it. But it was right when it was time to make dinner. And I had a a great dinner to make, but I couldn't make it. And I was like bummed that we had to go out to eat. I was like, I don't want to go out to eat. Mm -hmm. Blah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's
1: true because sometimes it's not up to quality. It's like I wasted my meal because <laughs> I've always done omad. I've never done anything else, so it's it's always you know. Because like I said, I kind of backwards went into this, but it's always been. I was like I wasted my one, <laughs>
0: you know? uh, yeah, and it was so disappointing. I was like, all right, we went to a restaurant that I love, and the food was good, but then my husband he was like. He had like a chicken salad sandwich and fries. And he was like, and this is like a farm to table kind of restaurant. But he was like, oh, my stomach hurts now. And I'm like, sorry. (laughs) So he was sad too. He appreciates eating at home. You can really control it more. You can't. Put in what you you want. It's just amazing.
1: Just amazing. And I can remember going to work and it would be. You know, we hadn't even had breakfast yet. And everyone was talking about what we we're going to eat for lunch. And, you know, there's donuts. There's, the, and it's like, wow. And, you know, now you really see that. That was a problem. We were addicted. <laughs> I mean, like, it was like all the time. And there was always a special occasion. Somebody was always bringing donuts or cookies or, you know, and people kind of get offended, you know, when I was doing it at work. And like, oh, you can't have it at such and such birthday. I'm like, I'm going to have it, but I'm going to have it in my window. You know what I mean? Right. I don't have to have
0: it right now. <laughs> you know and that was and of- i'm going to delay it yeah so i don't have to <laughs> like, deny it i'm going to eat that tell you how it was <laughs> yeah exactly it is so interesting that people do get offended when you don't eat and you know that i'm only drinking on special occasions i've stopped drinking wine except at special occasions and i'm sleeping so much better and i feel so much better you know there's also the alcohol people are talking about that some of them is like i don't i want to go out with friends and i don't want to drink but they're going to pressure me and i'm like we should not feel pressured to eat or drink Just because someone else is—that's
1: very true. That was something else I related to you with. As I identified, at least during my losing phase, I can't drink alcohol. I mean, it not only—which I didn't relate it to that until later on. Like I always had a problem with sleeping before. Didn't think I didn't even associate. I was just like, that's just kind of what's always been. I'm just you know. Can't sleep, but finding that, and then it caused a great deal of inflammation. I noticed that I was like, "Wow!" The next day, I would be up three or four pounds, literally, and I'm like, "It would take me days, you know, to get back." And not that you're just into weight, but you're like, "It's just not worth it to keep." You
0: don't feel your best. Yeah, yeah you don't. Yeah, it. and it was when I read, I finally got my my DNA analysis, an- another company that let you know your alcohol metabolism. I am a slow alcohol metabolizer. Really? Yes. Is that- Thing. <laughs> I didn't either. And, and you know, all the things that I know, and there, it's really hard to find information about it. I've searched for it. There's not a lot known about it, but, or, or not a lot written. There might be a ton known about it, but I couldn't find a lot about it. Uh, you know, it's not something that people talk about a lot, I guess, is a better way of putting it. Like, so I'd never run across that until this one company and when I read that, it was like light bulbs going yeah, off. Yeah. And it, it explained why. Like, I had just been to the beach before I, I learned this about myself. I'd been with some of my college friends. The inventor of the shot of rice diet was there. <laughs> <laughs> She's also an intermittent faster. But, you know, we could go out together and all drink the same exact amount. Mm-hmm. And it hits me differently than it hits them. And I also am, like, so hungover the next day. And they're just oh, yeah. fine. Yeah. They're fine. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. I, uh- and. <laughs> It's because it really takes my body a long time to process the alcohol.
2: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, or text Wondery Pod to 500-500. day, our world gets a little more connected. But a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human.
0: Thank you for calling Amica Insurance.
2: Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't
0: worry, we'll get you taken care of.
2: At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amika. Empathy is our best policy. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard...
1: I've told my, my kids that I'm like, you know, and family members at functions, I'm like, and I equate it to age, you know, I was like, well, oh, I'm just not like, a, you know, I'm in college. And years. it could also,
0: age could make yeah, it worse. You I know, I just don't bounce back. I don't feel good for days after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but you know, I look back, I've always been that, that way. Yeah, I can look back <laughs> to when we were in college, you know, after beach week, we'd go to the beach week and at the end of the week, I remember the last night of the beach week, I was like, I can't drink anymore. I'm just going to stay in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, they're all out. I'm like, I'm staying in. I just can't because my body just, you know, doesn't process the alcohol quickly. Just knowing that was just huge. And it helped me realize, you know, I'm not going to say I'm never going to drink alcohol again. Right. Yeah. I'm not anti-alcohol. My body really doesn't do well yeah. with it. And it, it was just eye-opening. Yeah. And it's it's really hard. Like
1: I said, I'm so glad for the
0: Facebook communities that you have in
1: the groups, because I didn't have a lot of people in my immediate circle that understood or even, I mean, I didn't understand completely. So it was just nice to be able to have those conversations because it was like people offended or you don't want to have cocktails or you don't want to do this. And I kind of felt pressured as an adult to like, okay, you know, and I'm like, gosh, it's going to set me back on my, you know, I'm going to, be up four pounds tomorrow just because I don't want to say no as an adult, you know, and or have to have that conversation. Of, why aren't you drinking or why aren't you eating or, you know, so it's so nice to have the communities and have other people. You can log in and, and, and just have that support because I didn't really have it and I don't think like in a bad way, I just think people in my community really understand it, it was really, really new and they hadn't done the research and I am feel better now, I'm more better armed with it when I am get those questions or something to be able to say something back because before <laughs>
0: I don't and know. Why I don't, don't really know. Yeah, you know, when you don't really understand it, and you don't really know, and you're not sure it's good. It is hard to talk yeah, about it. Yeah. But as soon as you realize, no, this is good. This is you know, then it's a lot easier to explain it to people. And even if you don't know all the science yourself, you can say, all right, here's what you read.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm, always, <laughs> I'm always promoting your books. Well,
0: thank you, thank you. But um, you know, let Jen explain it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's true. It's true. And I'm always surprised by how many people because I'm in a couple of other. Facebook, uh, you know, intermittent fasting groups for like women over 40 and things like that. And it's just, I feel kind of bad because I always promote your book because I'm like, I just think there's a lot of bad information out there. And it's like, they're giving each other well, bad I, information. It's like, oh, this
0: is because really I believed all the bad information too. And and look, I would cling to that bad information like a life raft. Yeah. Look, it says you can have 50 calories. That doesn't yeah, break your fast. I read that. It other, says it. It like, says it. I'm going to, you know, but but fasting is hard. Like there's this one guy that makes a lot of videos, and he's got a lot of YouTube videos, and he says stevia is fine. Yeah. <laughs> during the fast, and he also says it's really hard to fast more than sixteen hours consistently. And I'm like, come on, yeah, make that connection.
1: <laughs> there's one group I was in, and a woman posted. She was like, Yeah, I've been fasting for at least eight to twelve hours every day, and I'm not really seeing. <laughs> it's
0: like- eight to twelve
1: she's fasting
0: eight to 12 and i'm like oh my mm. goodness that's called
1: sleeping right <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like it's really you know i don't
1: you know want to judge anyone else but it's not yeah. really I, I can tell you a
0: couple things that you might be able to tweak with you that. might want to work on that yeah
1: <laughs> just maybe try 16 just just
0: try 16 <laughs> to start with you're not going to get fat adapted yeah. with an eight hour fast
2: <laughs> like okay
1: <laughs> So it is. I'm glad to have good information and support systems with your groups and things like that. And I still go back and reference things and, and reread it because it's just just good information.
0: Yeah. And you know, I still I like to reread things too. And it, it helps me to re-clarify and to re understand. Like there's some books I go back to mm-hmm. and the obesity code is one of them. Oh yeah. When I read it, I pick up different things. Yeah, and yeah you do. You do. You're- and the more you you know. The more you understand, yeah. Actually, what's really funny is going back and reading Delight on Deny" now, yeah. yeah. So many years later, and I'm like, man, I can't believe I knew enough to give that advice way back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I read still
1: true. after I read "Fast, piece Repeat." So I went back and and kind of, you know, just kind of getting back to the basics. And because you had so much great information, "Fast, piece Repeat," it was just like you went so much deeper. It was just like, oh. wow.
0: I'm really proud of that one. I've got to. um, It might be time to do a refresh of "Delay on Deny," but it's a lot of work. (laughs) Oh, I bet, I bet. But it's (laughs) if I refresh it much, I have to change the audible too and re-record. Oh, yeah. That's the whole thing. It's it's more than just yeah. So I, I I want that's on my agenda one day. <laughs> I know there will always be people who prefer to lay on down because yeah. it's a shorter. Room. It is. It so is. I want it to be a valuable oppor- You know, a v- valuable option. Yeah, yeah. For people who want to have it's a, shorter a great week. starting
1: point, I think. And if you want more, you know, it's there. Because I'm just now after having done it for so many years and now understanding, and it, it's like I'm just you know. <laughs> a glutton for information, like, Oh, what's this? And what's that? And I just hear so many new things with talking to the community and watching your intermittent fast while well, listening to your intermittent fasting stories. It's just like, I just want more because I just always learn something, something else, you know, I'm like, Oh, that's, that's what that is. Because there was like, that's when I found out about the kind of to pork I even had was getting like rashes, like on my forearms. Um Wow. On that. And I was like, again, I never Equated because I walk outside. So I'm like, nah, I must've got, you know, sun 90, or, something, or, or I walked yeah. into something. I don't know, but just, yeah. Starting to narrow that down. and like, oh, this is what this could be, a food allergy. You know, I never, right. I never thought about that, you know, but when you yeah. limit what you're eating, it's like, okay, that's what that is. Cause that's the only thing that's <laughs>
0: different. And and I'm glad that you've figured out it's not caused by fasting, but fasting helped you identify. because right. so many people get so confused. They're like, Is this caused by fasting? Well, no. The fasting (laughs) itself didn't cause it, but it alerted you because now you're able to pinpoint it. It's much like an elimination diet or an elimination protocol because we're doing, you know, we're eliminating all those things for, you know, what, 19, 20 hours a day, 21 Mm -hmm. hours a day. And so then you're reintroducing it. It's a lot easier to see that cause and effect. It is. It is.
1: And even in your books, you put like some things that, calls or just not even caused by fasting just the change the change your I did, like some people get cold because I noticed when I first started I, I was really cold and I was like oh, I didn't really not realize that that might be related to just you know starting the fasting and things like that but it's nice that you give those things that may possibly happen due to fasting and
0: yeah, we really, we hear a lot of things <laughs> in the community. Yeah. Sometimes someone will shock me with something new. They're like, they'll say something. And I'm like, well, I've never heard that one before. So
1: yeah, I heard people say their vision gets better. So I'm hoping for that. <laughs> that did not happen that for me. That hasn't happened yet. But,
0: <laughs> but I, I always had great vision. I like, I never wore glasses. And so I just have the age related, you know. Yeah.
1: That's me. Now I'm wearing reading glasses. Me I too. might, you know, I have to hold my book out here when me I'm reading. Too.
0: That kind of like, what happened last year? Why I can't see. That? As soon as I hit forty, that started yeah. to really happen it for me. 40. But no, my vision did not get better. It did not. yeah like, no. Oh. But a lot of people. I mean, you've heard enough. People had their gray hair turned back to the natural color. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but it's it, you hear enough people say it, and you're like, all right, it, it must, must be. be.
1: It must be. Absolutely. Did you have
0: anything wacky?
1: change? Not that I can think of. That was really wacky that I had not heard before. No, Mm -mm. no, I didn't have anything like the gray hair. (laughs)
0: or like scars disappearing i'm like that sounds made up but we hear it enough that it must be true i haven't i haven't had that i haven't had any you know i still have my little skin tags yeah well hopefully, i mean you're you're still kind of new yeah january is when you really you really so so we're you're 10 months in to really the clean fast 10 months in to that how much weight have you lost over these 10 months we haven't really said down to 50 pounds. Yeah.
1: So 245 wow. to 195. But
0: oh, the one, you got the yeah, one. Yeah.
1: Honestly, I got the one in July. So I honestly, I lost the 50 pounds in five months. Wow. But really, these, you know, with COVID and everything, I know that I've been a little looser with my window and things like that. And again, I'm not as focused on the weight loss now as the healing and finding out what works best for my body. Cause I feel like the weight loss is going to come. We know, we know that's going to come. But just, tweaking what I need to eat and what's best for me and just things like that so actually it was in five months I was down 50 pounds
0: that's awesome well, it, it takes time for things like the skin tags because you yeah. your insulin resistance it takes a while to reverse that and for insulin levels to come down every clean fast I think is making that making that dent in the and what whatever your body needs to heal so I want you to let me know when those skin tags oh I sure, <laughs> <laughs> I, sure I sure will tag me I sure will 'Cause I bet it'll happen. Yeah,
1: I'm sure it will. I mean it's like you said, there's so many things. We don't know what all was going on with my medical history and everything. Yeah. We don't know what all was but I feel great. So I'm I'm patient and I'm I'm just waiting. <laughs>
0: That's good. So you do tell people about intermittent fasting now. You share.
1: I do now. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm I'm happy to talk about it. I do. You know, always recommend your book. You know, and Jason Fung. You know, just depending on the style of reading that they like, and I think they complement each other as well. So I always do. I do have that that conversation um, with people, and I think I've had quite a few people, you know, just seeing my success, you know, want to try it. My husband does a very <laughs> Loose version, of it, <laughs> which he didn't need to lose anything, but you know he is. You know he has the smaller snacks throughout there, and just has the one big meal a day, and he's seen some, some reduction. You know he had a little little pudge coming <laughs> just from he turned. But
0: he feels good. He turned he,
1: 50. He feels good. Yeah, he's a coach and he's very you know active and works with kids um in the school and things like that. So, yeah, and and my daughters. It was kind of weird because when I started this 2013, I didn't really have anyone in my life that was really close with it. And they didn't really, at that time, we felt it was calorie reduction and it was about the weight and things like that. But since then, my daughter has had <laughs> children and started to put on a little weight. So, you know, she's, she's tried and had great success with it. That's so, good. so.
0: It's so nice to be able to pass it on to your kids. It is. It is. And so they can nip it in the bud, not have the struggles that we had, have these tools. That's one thing I'm really proud of, you know, I, I, I said it before i said it in delayed on deny i'm glad i had boys <laughs> yeah. yeah you know watching me do all the crazy yes. things <laughs> and you know they were like that's just my crazy mom but you know they both are intermittent vasters
1: oh really both of them now
0: mm-hmm. oh, wow. mm-hmm. oh, yeah yeah the one the 21 year old does it more so because he's poor <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever works <laughs> that's better how we get there i know yeah I, <laughs> he that can't save on groceries, so. He, yeah, he saves a lot of money. He, he'll come over and he's like, I hadn't had anything to eat today because I don't have any food. And I'm like, would you like something? And he'll like, I'll just drink coffee. I'm like, okay. But he's always been a black coffee drinker from the minute he started drinking coffee as a teen.
1: So he didn't have to go through that hole. He never, yeah,
0: yeah. And and the other one, he he drinks the black coffee and his, you know, have his fizzy water. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's really good. So it's it's really nice when we have a family event and everybody's just, you know, we're drinking our black yeah. coffee.
1: Yeah. And- and you don't have to answer those awkward questions. Then why aren't you eating anything? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we are almost out of time. So what would you tell someone just starting out with intermittent fasting? Or what do you wish you knew when you started when that was a long time ago? Yeah, so I yeah. bet there's a lot. <laughs> I wish I knew what intermittent fasting right? was so I could defend myself. But
1: I knew you're going to ask that. And I have a few things. The first thing I would say is educate yourself regarding IF. Don't solely regar- uh, rely on the groups for information. Know what, you're, what what's happening in your body. So you you can stick to it. You know, if you don't see those immediate results, you know that something great's happening with your body. Trust and enjoy the process. I'm learning so much during this process. I'm not even worried about the weight anymore. It's just like I feel great. And remember, health is your greatest wealth. You know, you're worth it. So
0: I love that health (laughs) is your greatest wealth. And that's what this is the health plan with the side effect of weight loss. And it only it only can help us and listen to how you feel. If you're feeling better and better, that's a good sign.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Well, Michelle, thank you so much for talking to me today. Oh, and you're very welcome. Keep so me nice. posted. I want to know when all those skin tags. I sure will. <laughs>
1: thank you so much, Jen. You have a great day.
0: You too. Do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell? Email me at jen at intermittentfastingstories.com and I'll add you to the lineup. That's G I N.